0: A question for you. What's a bigger deal to hockey fans? The Stanley Cup final or the NHL trade deadline? Yeah, I know, right? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. I will talk about the Penguins GM situation, such as it is in the second segment, there's really nothing new to say or to share, but I don't want to sound like I'm avoiding it for whatever reason. It's just, there's just nothing to say. The Boston people are doing a great job of keeping all of this under wraps. It'll be the Florida Panthers against the Vegas Golden Knights in the final. And it won't attract anywhere near the attention, even from the most diehard of hockey fans, that the trade deadline does. I'm not saying that because it's the Panthers and the Golden Knights. I'm not saying that because it's two teams that are based in the South. I'd say the same thing if it was Rangers versus Maple Leafs, because that's just how sports fans are. They're worried and focused On their own teams. I noticed that for my own numbers doing this very program. As soon as I bring up something that has uh, nothing to do with the Penguins. Like this one kind of. I'll watch all of the numbers go down. And I don't really care. I'm not doing this for the numbers. Doing this because it's a fun thing to do. But I got to tell you. I think this could be a really, really good final. And I'm prepared on this morning to share with you a two-fold prediction that I've got. No, 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 three. Is it threefold or do you say three-ply? <laughs> what is it? Whatever it is. Three levels of predictions for these finals. Number one is that game one will go to Vegas. And everyone's going to be like, oh, see, here they go. This is it. The Panthers and their... Cinderella, whatever, slippers are turning into pumpkins or whatever the analogy is. And that's actually not going to be what happens. As anyone who's played hockey at any level can attest, there is no faking your way through practices and simulating games. Never mind games in a Stanley Cup final. That long, long break that Florida will have had is going to hurt them in game one, whereas the Golden Knights, even though they're getting a pretty decent break of their own, are going to end up still feeling that fire from the stars roaring back in that series and having to finish them off. That's that's not where Florida is going to be, and they won't have their legs, and they need their legs to move all that bulk around. Number two, it won't matter. Because the Panthers are going to take the Stanley Cup. The Panthers are going to win the Cup for the first time. And they're going to do it, I dare say, in a convincing way. Because the other thing to which hockey people can attest when it comes to long breaks is that they're absolutely awesome for rest, recuperation, even rehabbing injuries. Some of these guys play through the most ridiculous things in a final. Uh, Those of you who remember my reporting from Nashville in 2017 will recall that I actually went around the ice and with each person that I interviewed, I'd also ask, hey, you know, was there anything wrong with you? And Ian Cole, in Ian Cole's case, it was his parents who told me, go ask Ian everything that's wrong with him. So I, I went and did that. And Ian's answer was, I don't remember exactly, but it was, he had two broken ribs, something with his wrist. I don't recall exactly what it was. Patrick Hornquist, who only scored the winning goal just a few minutes earlier, told me that his hand was busted. And that it had been busted since the second round against Washington. That's just what these guys do. If you give them a week and a half off, if you give them time to mend, remember that the Panthers' most talented player probably, with apologies to Matthew Kachuk, overall is Alexander Barkov, and Barkov got hurt late in the Eastern Conference final. Came back for the clincher, but he got hurt. And that's the kind of thing that's going to benefit Florida Eventually, not necessarily right away. My third prediction is that we are going to see a hellacious race between Kachuk and Sergey Bobrovsky for the Conn Smythe Trophy. Now, knowing what I know about hockey writers, they don't like Russians, especially the Canadian hockey writers. So Bobrovsky is likely going to have to record three or four shutouts. To make anyone forget about all of the massive goals that kachuk has scored if i were casting a vote right this second for con Smythe, it would go to bobrovsky because he's been the panthers best player not by a broad margin but he's also been their best player at their most important position and when you're talking about a team that was technically the 17th seed entering the tournament and then making it this far. That's very much to Bob's credit. When we come back, J1Q, and yes, it'll be about the GM situation. Today's J1Q comes from Dave, who asks, DK, I'm thinking that Kyle Dubas has already provided his answer to the Penguins' By his silence, if you need a week to make a decision, then I think that says a lot. Dave, there's a lot of assumptions in your question, and I understand why. I'm not criticizing you for it, because that's all anyone's got. As I touched on in the opening segment, the Boston people, meaning Fenway Sports Group, are doing a spectacular job of keeping this, all of this under wraps. The truth is, the hard, cold, indisputable fact is, at this moment, we don't know anything other than what it is that we actually know. To my mind, the last thing of substance that anyone's reported came from Taylor Haas of our site last week when she found out that Dubas was meeting with Sidney Crosby up in Cranberry, at the practice facility, staying there until very late at night. That was now eight days ago. In almost every other case of every other either report or casual tweet or something that was just mumbled as a guest on somebody else's talk show, and that happened last night too, it's being hedged and couched like crazy. I'm in this business. I know what hedges and couches look like. And when you hear people, reporters using terms like i think, i believe, i'm hearing, I, i've been there, i still get there, it means you got nothing, okay? It means you got nothing that you can go to town with. Because and let's be real here, the other thing that nobody's heard from any direction at all, is what about Matthew Darsh? He's the Tampa Bay Lightning's assistant GM who is believed thought to be the finalist along with Dubas, and he's either being really strung along and just willingly going along for the ride, which I don't know would be a A terribly attractive thing to have on your resume, or he's already out and nobody knows about it, or he's the guy. We just don't know. So don't make the mistake of reacting to anything preemptively. For example, you say in your question, well, that Dubas' silence speak volumes. What silence? Do you think he sat there with Sid and stayed silent the whole time? Do you think he's really not talking to people? Do you think he's really not communicating in some form or other with the Boston people? Look, this has to get done soon. As I've already said on the show this week, I think it's a terrible look for the Penguins if they just let this drag on endlessly. If only because if and when he does say yes, I'm I'm not going to be the only one wondering if this guy's heart is even in it. But hey, we'll see. Maybe it's today. Maybe it's today. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow.